Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Aspinall. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is my co-host, Joshua, Gangsta Time Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, Chris? Was good, everybody listening? Oh, yeah. Also joining us is the disembodied voice of our producer. It is Edgelord Big News Brian. Oh, boy. I pulled a Big News Brian and hit the wrong drop. Big News Brian. you Big News. What's up? Was that so too shady? Up, <laughs> you gave you Yo, gave Chris me. Uh, I'm, I'm upset with up. you now. I'm We're gonna have a long talk about this one. You're right. I'm sorry. Please don't quit on the show. We need you. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> no, come back, Brian. Uh, anyway. He's not going to leave. Uh, <laughs> we're excited to have the show for you guys today. Uh, another short week, only four manga. We don't have My Hero this week, but we do have everything else. So let's get into plugs. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. And at NY Chillin. That's with an E-N, not an I-N-G. That's on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Brian? You can find me at b.esp on both Instagram and Twitter. And? And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me on twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Hell yeah. Um, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll every week. Whenever the Viz official uh, media drops stuff, you know, the official release of the manga, that's when we put out the poll. Vote now, let us know, and we'll reveal the results on the show. Uh, you can also email us at newjumpcitypod at jml.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, we just got our first fan email, which is very sweet. So keep them coming, you guys. Let us know how you feel, and we'll try to implement them in the show. Uh, or you can comment if you prefer that comment on whatever video you're watching whether it's the uh uh full episode that we put out for you guys or the little highlight breakouts that we make for you guys every week and while you're at it why don't you subscribe hit that subscribe button that like share all the things all the things these youtubers tell you to do (laughs) and uh we'd very much appreciate it it's a little bit of a serotonin uh, spike every time i see it it's very sweet um and i think that's it uh, without further ado, I think we should get this show started. One Piece. One Piece. New One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 1038, Kid in Law versus Big Mom. Uh, last we left off, we, oh, well, actually, we have a cover page thing, uh, a little cover story thing. Apparently, Yanji and Niji were captured by Big Mom's people, uh, and they're in her book of uh, strange creatures. Um, and we see some familiar, uh, faces from, uh, Big Mom's crew there. Oven is there, and so is Pudding, actually, which I think is important. Um, I was really, really upset that they caught Niji. (laughs) Okay, I'll say this. I think the important thing to glance here, and this is my theory for this overall cover, is I think Pudding's gonna go, gonna help them escape and go with them. And I think they're going to reunite at some point towards the end of the story via the Germa 66. (laughs) 
I have to do a physical representation of the film. Right, right. No, I'm just I'm just letting you know I'm I'm in total understanding. <laughs> anyway, into the chapter proper. Uh we start off with Rizo and that ninja guy. They're still doing their mutual paralysis jutsu thing. Uh, and this guy is this guy is begging Raizo to undo the jutsu because because they're petrified in space they can't escape the surrounding fire Uh, Raizo's already on fire and uh, this guy is like undo the jutsu Raizo or we both die and Raizo's just standing there like I guess we both gonna die then (laughs) he's he's okay with that yeah later dude (laughs) <laughs> we went over this right he he almost boiled already like yeah he's he's, not- he's currently on fire he's before the fire got to him now he's completely engulfed in flames and this is ninja guy yeah next. you're right this wow guy- you're, you're absolutely right and this guy is he burned yet no he just got the fire on him he's where rizo was the last time we saw them so very momentarily this guy will also be completely in on fire Dude, he's toasting right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, he's 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 holding on, man. I mean, respect to Rizo, you know. Uh, we cut over to uh the second floor where the cave is about the the ceiling is about to cave in from I guess the fire because the fire is all consuming and is fucking everything up in this place. because uh, everything in Wano is made out of wood, so easily collapsible. <laughs> um. Pretty much. The ceiling caves in, and who's there to save friend and foe alike? It's fucking Jimbei. <laughs> he comes in, holds the ceiling up, and he is deliberately saving these folks. Even like He was going to save like the samurai because they're on their side, but there seem to be folks on Kaido's side also there that he's trying to save because he sees it as like it's one thing to die in battle, but these flames are going to kill scores of men all on their own. Scores scores of men um meanwhile on the performance floor chibi chopper comes back to regular chopper which is still schmo he's still schmo um and uh he's like cool i guess my gear third effect is over uh i can be back to normal size now uh and he is he immediately goes to miyagi the goat doctor um and he starts to talk about how, like, he's worried about Zoro because the medicine they gave them has the uh, shonen protagonist healing effect, which is it'll heal you completely for like 25 minutes. And then after it'll be worse than before. Uh, so that's going to fight like a soul reaper and die like an insect. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it goes. You lose all the blood, but when you when your Rayatsu's up, <laughs> yeah, Zoro uh, be alright though. Yeah, I mean, speak of the devil, he's out there right now. He's he can't move, and all he can see is what looks like the grim fucking reaper here to collect his soul. Uh, and he can't move, so I guess we're supposed to think this is actually the canonical death of One Piece, like. The death figure. Uh, that, I, I, I'm I'm wondering, like, is, is this like a a real thing happening right now? Is this my bet? It's Brooke. metaphorical. Why do no. I feel like this is Brooke for some reason? I don't know. Yeah. Why do I feel like that'd be really funny if he's just hallucinating? Yeah. 
And it's just B- Brooke. He's just like, what are you doing? He did, he's just like in his regular clothes. And, Z- and Zora's just like, I see the devil. He looks like Brooke. Look at his skull. That's what I think. Because you could argue that that's the hair under it. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's Brooke. <laughs> Maybe that's just how he, he just draws all skeletons like that. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's only so many ways you could draw a skeleton, you know? They all kind of look the same. Um. <laughs> Meanwhile, Frankie's looking for Zoro because, and he doesn't know where Zoro went, so he's just trying to blitz through all the bad guys that are around. Um, Izo gets a little moment. He jumps from the uh, crawl space to the basement floor. He's a little fucked up. He got a little careless in the big battle, um, and he turns around because he hears like a footstep, and it turns out it's the CP Zero guys, both of them, uh, and. They identify themselves and they say, and you know what? They just let Izo go, which is interesting. Where they're like, we don't have time to deal with you right now. Uh, I know we're not supposed to be letting uh, fucking Whitebeard crew members escape. But right now we're prioritizing the Straw Hat Pirates. So they're about to bounce. And then Izo stops them. And he says, no, CP0, don't go yet. And snitch the matron that I wanted snitch. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> well, you're. I don't know why. I don't know why you're talking to the coppers. But well, you're 0 for one on on snitching accusations. So, I don't no, know. he could be just trying to hold them up. Yeah, but they're not going to care about him wanting to fight them. He's probably going to like taunt them with information. Yeah, dangle it like a cat in front of them. Yeah, I wonder what he wants. But if he tells, he's a rat. He is a rat, if he tells. Fucking rat, I say. A rat, I say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, at the Armory Castle basement, Yamato makes it literally right on time to like link up with the fucking flame monster that's coming directly down on the big cartoony bombs that Kaido keeps around. Um, she freezes. Oh, he freezes them with uh, his ice powers as whatever mythical tr- creature he is. And uh, that's pretty sweet, I guess. Uh, the ice prevents fr- the fire from breaching through right away and gives Yamato the ability to ju- uh, the opportunity to just try and swat this fucking thing off of the off of the explosives. But the fucking fire monster grows hands and I guess throws a fire punch at Yamato, which is pretty wild. Uh, meanwhile, on the performance floor. Uh, I breathe fire on it. I don't know. I get was that a punch? Yeah, it was. He said, he said there were hands, like he's sprouting hands. If you see that little panel in the corner. Oh yeah, he says hands. Yeah, you're right. You know what? I actually skipped over that. Yeah, I mean it's a small panel. Good catch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good catch. It's a whole fucking speech bubble. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah. Big Mom. Meanwhile, on the performance floor, is absolutely handing, just like taking kid and law's lunch right now uh she's beating them down their crew members are begging her to stop because they can't move right, right now and please uh, like all right he, they lost just right. let us heal them. they good you good you good you got it you good you got it <laughs> please they've had enough uh and she floats away you know he's like fine i guess i'm done here and um you know the other crew members are going over to help their their captains, but she she beats the shit out of them too with her lightning powers. <laughs> She's like, "Nope, 
no heelys for these boys. Uh, and then as Big Mom is floating away, uh, she's like, she's actually kind of getting tired at the moment because Kid and Eustace are like, where uh, not Kid and Eustace, uh, Lawn and Kid are um, wearing her down, it seems. Um, but, you know, she thinks the battle's over, but then Law uses Kroom, which is the awakened version of the Op-Op fruit. Uh, he applies it to a sword and does like a power pole extend type thing directly through Big Mom's uh, arm and through her chin, um, which is honestly, I like this panel a lot for some reason. I think it's a really well-drawn panel. Um, I mean, the people say Big Mom's dead, and I immediately looked at the picture and looked at what they said and was like, whoa. Yeah, she died. I mean, she got stabbed in her fucking head. I don't but is there a thing? Is that a thing that that doesn't kill her? Well, I, I think law. Find out. It is weird what law like because it's because of the awakening, right? It's because, so like under law's room, so it's not really like an actual stab. It's yeah. more like it's passing through her and attacking her from the inside. Exactly. So it's kind of like armament. It's kind of like Rio, but as a devil fruit. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the thing okay. with the thing with Big Mama is that like. She's super sturdy on the outside, and that's why Law's attacks in particular are a bad matchup for her, because he can attack her from the inside, um, which is what he does here. He basically phases his sword into her and delivers a shockwave from within. Um, mm. So that's why he's able to deal the amount of damage uh, that he can on her. He's pretty much the perfect matchup against Big Mom, honestly. Um, and meanwhile, Kid is in the background... Um, just mag- magnetizing all of her I-beam homies that she created uh, and making it part of the big giant bull mech that he usually makes. This is like probably his elephant gun uh, equivalent <laughs> when uh, Luffy goes into third gear and he just charges after Big Mom and just collides her into a wall. And that's where the chapter ends. Big two-page spread of uh, Kid and Law declaring that they'd rather die than let her go up to the roof. Um, and that's where the chapter ends. A lot more happened than just Law and Kid versus Big Mom. Uh, there was a lot of establishing the plot and jumping around. Um, but yeah, with that, with that being said, I think we're going to throw it over to Thoughts. Joshua Cole, what did you think about this chapter? Okay, so I had a very small amount of respect for uh, Kid and... <laughs> A mild respect for Law. It's not that Law's weak or nothing. It's just that for as crazy as his ability is, he really should be a much bigger deal. I, I just... I think this is one of those characters... This, I mean, I'll get to my point in a second. As far as Law goes, like, I think he's one of those characters that Oda just really liked and thought of this cool-ass idea for just, you know, like a, a rival or a peer, like to Luffy. And it just, maybe he didn't think too much about it. The fact that his ability lets him do, like, wild shit like this. Like, send shockwaves through people's body and warp things around. I just think his ability is, I'm pretty sure we talked about this before, but he he has, like, the greatest ability in One Piece and probably, like, in a lot of other series, too. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He's he's a reality warper. He's like like your boy Prometheus. You know, he could be an X-Men, bro. He is. He'd be an X-Men. Yeah. He's, he's, Law's an X-Men. 
<laughs> I said it. So with that said, you know, like I, I've never been that impressed by like their feats because they haven't really taken anybody out in particular. You know, not that I can remember. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like how Oda's not letting them fall flat. I thought it was mad weird that they was just knocked the fuck out and then got up. I was gonna criticize it, but you know, I never go that hard on One Piece ever. I always reserve certain thoughts because I feel like he'll. It's it's rewarding in the end. you it's it's good enough to overlook slight, slight uh, uh, disagreements. I don't know or inconsistencies. If you know, like the the end result is just going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think I don't know. I I wasn't. I was a little excited for this fight. And I was a little bit excited for this fight, and then I seen Oda found a way to make a kid even even a metal. Even a metal manipulator like uh, like Kid could is going to succumb to Oda's will and use animals as part of his special move. <laughs> I thought that was incredible. I really thought like I was thoroughly impressed with Oda. Not surprised, and it makes total sense. I mean, he could morph his metal into a bunch of other things, and yeah, he made it an animal for his greatest move yet. Yeah, I can't wait to see what's next. Maybe he'll create more machine. <laughs> Maybe he'll make Voltron or something. Yo, if kid makes Voltron with a bunch of metal or something like that, like a morphin. Yeah, I don't know why I did Jutsu hands. Yeah, on, but I'm excited. I mean, though. I guess you transformed. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, Cypherfall is around doing stuff still, so it's super interesting. I like this chapter a lot. Yeah. Um, Brian, what did you think? I thought this was a really awesome chapter, to be honest. Uh, I wouldn't say it's RG. Really awesome. It was really fun to uh, to see like some random bullshit. Basically, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure it is Brooke as well. Like he's <laughs> under disguise with Robin under his coat or some shit. Like I could see oh that God. happening. That's true. He's hiding Robin because the CP zero is <laughs> after her directly. That's a good point, Brian. I I think what it's going to end up being is uh, maybe like Frankie, Robin, and Brooke versus Cypherpole. Yo! (laughs) That would be fucking crazy. I mean, there's two of them. (laughs) They're just going to Yeah, but those two are fucking... Yeah, no, for sure. They're pirates. The fuck? Plus, CP0 is like a next level from CP9, and they we no were struggling one. against those guys. No so, fair ones. I don't care. I don't care. They be, I, Straw Hat's going to fold them up. They want to jump them. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be great. Also, they took out, like, X-Drake and almost Apu, like, no problem. They're chumps. They're chumps. They are chumps. <laughs> Loose change. <laughs> they are. Uh, I mean, they're stronger, but those two are stronger than most of the Straw Hats. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> it's hard to power scale them because they got dealt with so easily. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's unfortunate. I mean, I don't want to be that Apu, way. Apu's kind of a wild card. Yeah. But X Drake being a dinosaur, which <laughs> is technically an animal and in the One Piece series, I guess he is a cut above everybody else that's not an animal or the top three. Yeah. So he's superior. I guess that puts him over like Robin. Yeah. Yes, Usopp. Not Chopper, because he's an animal, too. Yeah. Um, 
if uh if you're done brian i guess i'll like move on to mine um i like this chapter quite a bit it's it's funny um the amount of jumping around in this final battle it's it's a it's a lot (laughs) this battle has been going on since like before the thousandth chapter and like it feels like very chaotic and kinetic and it feels you know it is like just such a bigger scale every time he does these arcs where there's so many moving pieces that Oda is controlling at one point uh, that um, I think it gives off the illusion that the Straw Hats are kind of easily kind of going through this because there's a consensus online that they're just like walking through Kaido's men right now. Uh, a lot of they're neglecting all of the setup that led to this. Yeah. I Oda think, puts in the groundwork, you know? I mean... I agree with that. I think like... Well, it was really hard for them to get to this point. For sure. I mean, people also neglect that. In theory, they have a cumulative month on this island before this raid began training. Like, and Luffy specifically training in Ryuo. So, and even still, he, he got his ass whooped a second time by Kaido. It's, yeah. it's not that easy. It only feels easy because, like, there's so much happening at one time that we don't focus on any particular battle for a very long time. So, in theory, like, fights are longer than they seem. So, like, Sanji and Zoro have been fighting king and queen for longer than their individual fight when they began. You know what I mean? So, I think people are, like, um, are kind of neglecting that. It's hard to keep track because this is a very long arc. And a lot of things, like, come in and out of the mind. Um, But I guess I just wanted to comment on that real fast. Um I guess we're like I guess coming to a head because this fucking fire thing's in the basement now, so things have really got to get settled quickly. Um, yeah, but I am enjoying this. I I do enjoy the battle between uh, Kid and Law and Mom, Big Mom. Um, I think it is smart to build that Law is one of the few people that can actually beat her strictly because, like the the hungrier Mom Big Mom gets, and she isn't. I guess she isn't hungry right now, but when she's in this form. Like, she's just so super-duper durable. Probably even more so than, like, maybe Kaido at this point because people have said that she's basically got indestructible skin. So, Law being to being able to come in from within and attack from within to weaken her uh, is is pretty cool. Uh, very smart use of his ability. As far as, like... If his, I could cut in real quick. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think something that maybe we could all agree on is that Big Mom may have a higher talent, I guess we'll call it, than Kaido. Like, I think her power is vastly superior because what's Kaido's? She's breaking. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. It's cool, but he would have been the thug anyway. Um, But but Kaido is just clearly the better fighter. Yeah, for sure. Probably a lot smarter than her, too. Yeah. I mean, he's the boss of this, you know? Yeah, he knew to this. He true to this. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'll say this about the OPness of Law's ability. And uh, it's funny because when you really break down what Law can do with his power, I wouldn't call it. I feel like reality warping, reality manipulation is a little bit extreme for what he can do. Uh, because the most we've ever seen him do is kind of just like warp things within the rooms that he's created. He can keep people alive and, uh, you know, take them apart and keep them alive yeah. in this room. Like, he can't just, like, automatic. He doesn't get super strength from this at all. He doesn't get any additional 
stats. Right. But you know, in 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 the in the in the X Men series alone, there's different types of reality warpers. Warpers, right? There's mm-hmm. um like psionic ones, mm-hmm. like uh like uh what's his name? Like Xavier's son. I forgot his name already. Uh, Legion. Legion. You know what I'm saying? Where his reality distortion is happens in the mind and how his mind could affect the world around him and other people's is usually it's more of a mental thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas I guess like Prometheus, it's more like chemical. Mm-hmm. I think like he can create new elements and shit and, and make things work differently than they're supposed to, you know? So it's like mechanically, I, I don't know the word for it, but um, kinetic, whatever. He, he, I don't know. I think taking a pe- someone apart into pieces is is warping reality. But then again, you have someone like Buggy whose fruit allows him to be into pieces. And that's we wouldn't call that warping reality. So you're right. I think his ability is pretty defined. Yeah. As far as what it's he really can strong. manipulate. Huh? It's really strong. And that's for sure. And there are, if yeah. you have enough hockey, you can have a resistance to what he can do to you in the room. Uh, the, the way I see, oh, you know what? I didn't think about that. I didn't really consider that. But what I was going to say is that it, the function of the room, in my opinion, is that he creates, it's almost like with Jujutsu Kaisen, where he creates a domain, and if you're in it, that's GG. But I guess if you have a strong enough hockey or will or whatever it is that can resist, you know, that can resist it, I guess you're fine. Yeah. I mean, was, I mean obviously, he's he not doing that to Big Mom. Right? What would you say, Brian? Virgil was able to resist it, right, for the most part, until Virgil was able, able to resist it because he, at the time, had the most hockey. Like, yeah, he, he was known at he was known for specifically having very high amounts of like hockey control. So, who uh, Virgo? Remember from Punk Hazard all the way oh, back? Oh, Virgo, that's his name, not Virgil. The the guy he cut in half, uh, along with the big uh, with uh, Caesar Clown's factory. That was over 400 chapters ago. <laughs> it was yeah, Boris. I can't believe you don't remember that, Josh. I can't believe you don't 400 remember 400 chapters ago, Josh. How dare you? What do you think, What's bro? What's going on me? here? You can't remember 400 chapters, Josh? How dare you not have <laughs> Jesus any- Christ, yo. <laughs> not an encyclopedia. It was really that long ago? <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, that was 2012. There's 36 weeks in a year, roughly. Roughly, no. let's say that uh, thirty-six dump? chapters is a year, bro, and not even because he be taking breaks. But let's just give him that. Let's say thirty-six fucking chapters a year, right? Mm-hmm. Thirty-six. All right, div- all right. So four hundred <laughs> divided by thirty-six. I don't feel like doing math. Right now. Yeah, I don't know all why right. you started. <laughs> Listen, it's a lot of years. It's a lot of years. It is a lot of years. It's t- that came out in 2012 because I, rem- I remember that. It, it's like over 10 years, like 10 years ago. I remember that because that's when uh, Viz went digital with Shonen Jump releases. Oh my God. They did it at the start of like Punk Hazard. There's no way that was 10 years ago. No, it wasn't that 10, was Wano 10 for years five ago. Years. It wasn't 10 it, years ago. To give ago. you some context, we've been in Wano for five years. We have not been in Wano for five years. It You're started. It, it started stop in 2018. It. Brian, it started in 2018. Stop it! I know the exact chapter that it started in. I'm literally looking at it. It says. You're it, dragging says it, it says 2018. 
No way. That's not five years ago. <laughs> oh, okay. Four years ago. It's four my years bad. ago. Hey. Oh, Whoops. It's my bad, bro. <laughs> four years is much less. <laughs> anyway. Point being, <laughs> you should feel ashamed of yourself. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's life right there, man. Yeah. Measure in one piece type of this. Yeah. I mean, one piece is technically <laughs> just as old as Brian is. <laughs> yeah. Me and me and one piece go way back. Brian is Oh, you feel special about that, Brian. Yeah, man. I mean, sh- you know what? I just I think it, it was first. also released on September as well. Just saying. Just saying. <clears throat> oh, oh all right. I feel pretty Damn, good. About bro, that just now. saying. Uh, all right, all right. All right. So what's I your don't know, man. September is just kind of the best year, I mean best month ever. You know, September ninety seven. Nah, I, I feel special too because I was September. He was baby, also so. born in September. What's yeah, up, Chris? Good. What's up, Chris? You Damn, Chris! You, Come on, bro. Thank you. Stop it. Thank you, bro. Three you months off, bro. Three months off. You don't think from greatness? You, you don't. Re- you don't think I regret every single day that I wasn't born in September, the same <laughs> month that One Piece came out. I feel like Cohen. You no, know, bro, you're right. That was out of line. I made a wild assumption that you wouldn't have been dreading that every day of your life. <laughs> I feel like Cohen. By the way, I was sorry. You know how Code is like, I worship the Momoshiki, the, the Otsuzuki, <laughs> yeah. and I can only be just this guy. I'm not. I'm never going to be an Otsuzuki. That's how I feel. By the way, uh, One Piece actually... Oh, no, the first volume came out. In, never mind. Never in mind, July? Never mind, never mind. No, no, no. The first volume... Came out in Dece- on Christmas. When did the first I'm chapter to find come out? out? When the first chapter came out. Well, moment of truth. But I guess in the meantime, July. Should... It did come out in July. Dog. One Piece started on my birth month. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. No, Chris, Chris, Chris. It's even crazier. July nineteenth. Stop it. That's the day before my birthday. <laughs> What's ah. going on? Ah. We should. Can we move on from One Piece? <laughs> I'm over it. I can. You get into some kind. Hold on. Before we do that, uh, this was actually the audience voted RGC. Certified. Wow. RGC certified. Wow. RGC certified. RGC. Deserved this. I'm only surprised because it wasn't Black Clover. Yeah. Yeah. Is Black Clover off this week? I was just about to. No, it's on. It was on the poll too. Tell me you ain't read Black Clover. Uh, Without telling me you ain't read Black Clover. Yeah, I, One Piece one, and you know what? Well deserved. Good chapter. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, tell us what you guys think in the comments below uh, if you're so inclined. And uh, without further ado, let's move onward. You ain't giving the RGC. No, it's not my RGC this week. Wow! Damn it, Josh. <laughs> All right, let's move wow. on. <laughs> You didn't give it the RGC. Anyway, let's move onward. Jujutsu Kaisen. This is Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 173, Tokyo Number 1 Colony Part 13. Um, Last we left off, Reggie got his jugular vein surgically removed by a wolf's jaw. Uh, So he's not having a good time. He's bleeding out. Uh, and Reggie's actually just kind of breaking it down out loud because he can't believe what just happened to him. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just like, the domain and the pool, 
concealed that <laughs> you had the dog. <laughs> Fuck. He's like, you didn't run in, you didn't flee into the gym. You lured me in. Uh, <laughs> a modern day sorcerer. Yeah. I, I don't know if this was like known already. But he's an ancient. He's an old guy. Yeah. He's an ancient sorcerer. I didn't know that. Oh, all right. Yeah. I mean, if, <laughs> if we, uh, if we overread something and didn't see that he already mentioned he was an ancient sorcerer, I apologize, but we didn't notice until just now. Uh, but that's cool. Um, so, yeah, he's just like, you you lured me into the gym. And he's like, yeah, I couldn't really run away. Nui can't carry people for a long time. So, you know, only at a limited time, and I chose that gym. Uh, so he asks uh, Reggie what his relationship to Master Tengen is. And he's like, Tengen? Oh, yeah, that Shudden would be alive. So I guess hmm. from that, Megami gathers that. Well, oh, pencil head. <laughs> yeah, oh, he looks more like an eraser. Like me, I can call him a race ahead out of respect to um, the eraser head movie. I had that one. Oh, why? That's his name, eraser head. Oh, I thought you said uh, eye patch, something else. Whatever. Yeah, I know what you mean, eraser head. You're right. My bad. Um. Anyway, so pencil head is you know. He doesn't seem that he's uh, he's friendly with him. Megami's like Megami was actually considering the idea that Tengen was lying to them the whole time because uh, he trusts no one, <laughs> never. Uh, so in his dying moments, Reggie gives uh, Megami all his points, uh, which are forty-one points at this point, um, and uh, he reveals that you know the reason they did it is you know considered a good deed before death. And uh, that he's not really affiliated with Kenjaku all that much. Uh, he knows him, but they're not close. Uh, and he feels like it'll be more interesting if Megami stays in the game for as long as possible. That means giving him mm. more points. Um, nice. So there's that. Reggie dies. And also Megami, I guess on top of that, gets five points for killing him. Um, meanwhile, in the battle... Uh, of the exploding teeth man versus comedian. Uh, yes. Oh my goodness! This we start off with an explosion. Uh, exploding tooth man is just trying to like kill this guy, and he's like, "There's a massive explosion." He's like, "Did I get him?" And then uh, I forget his name because I <laughs> it's been a couple chapters. But comedian guy pulls up and is like, "No, stay sharp." I think his name is Hakaba. I think I'm. I think that's what his name is. Uh, he's like, no, stay shark, because I'm a tough bugger. And he tries to, like, punch him. And <laughs> he makes this face where he's just like, <laughs> as the punch slides off of him. Uh, what? Did you just realize something? Yes. <laughs> what did you realize? So Toru Gojo? All right, we're going to get to it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's let's get to I it. I must not. Yo, dude, I must have. I guess I was reading this shit in a row. Yeah. Okay, so he has, he's like, why are you covered in lotion? And he's like, maybe it's ankake sauce. And then he realizes, like, oh, shit, <laughs> it is. It is ankake sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and Exploding Teeth Man doesn't even know what to do because, like, he blew, he actually feels like he blew him up several times and he's taken no damage except for the little tuft of hair on his head. Um, and then uh, all of a sudden, Kogane appears and uh, tells 
uh, Han- Hazanoki is is Exploding Teeth Man's name. <laughs> he tells Hazanoki that Hazanoki. that um that Reggie Star has died, and at that moment he's like, "Ah shit! Well, I'm going home. I've had enough of this shit." <laughs> um, and uh, Hakaba is like. Okay, cool. Don't f- take a bath. Don't forget to brush your teeth. And then he remembers that Megumi told him to get ho- all his points. And he's like, yeah. hey, man, give me all your points. And he keeps following him uh, as we get an explanation of Takuba's fucking cursed technique. Yo. Okay. So we were a little off. Our prediction was that, like, if a joke of his bombs, like, that joke becomes a reality to a degree, I think, or whatever. It just makes him stronger or whatever the fuck it is. Um, (laughs) Apparently his actual power is that whenever he comes up with something that he's certain will be funny, it becomes reality. And apparently it's a cursed technique capable of opposing even Satoru Gojo. My God. But, when it comes to his own curse technique, he doesn't seem to have any awareness that that's how it works at all. So, you know, there's that. Um, meanwhile, we cut over to the scorpion girl running, running away. Uh, and she's thinking about like how, you know, they say that men are wolves, but it's always a wolf who cleaners things up for him, for me, like referring to, I guess, like dude, she's known in the past and, and, uh, I guess Reggie as well. Because she's so cute, she's always been able to get by on her looks. Uh, but now she's actually being hunted down by a wolf. Um, and um, as she's about to get eaten by the devil dog that uh, Megumi uses, um, we get a little like flash of, I guess, uh, Megumi's sister going, No, Megumi. And he dissipates the devil dog. Um, and she's just like, You're letting me go? And he's like, I guess. <laughs> Shut up. And um, that's when he faints on the ground. And who comes to, I guess, intercept Megumi? But the angel sorcerer, uh, which is also pretty wild. Uh, wasn't wasn't that someone they were supposed to look for anyway? Yep, that's the person who can help uh, unseal Gojo. Um, so they've been looking for this person this whole time. Um. I, if I remember right, I feel like that's the case. They were looking for somebody to help uh, undo the box thing that uh, Ghetto did on, on Gojo. Um, but with that being said, uh, we don't see what happens to Megumi from there. Uh, as we cut over to Sendai City, which is a different uh, zone of the culling game. As we're introduced to about uh, four other sorcerers. Um, one of which, his name is Daruv Lakadawala who's this weird monk type guy, uh, his whole thing, he's like, whoa. <laughs> his whole thing is that he has two types of independent Shikigami and their orbiting trage- trajectories constitute his domain. So in the beginning, when we see like these bigger shots of what is the calling game right now, there are these two Shikigami just like roaming around their fucking giant kaiju monsters, basically. And I guess they belong to him. Uh, they we have now uh, Ryu Ishigori, who is a hotshot who boasts he has the highest cursed energy output out of all of the sorcerers. Uh, there's Takako Uro, who is the former leader of an assassin group, 
and she has the ability to control the sky. Uh, my God. Whatever that means. And then there's that Beru. Very vague. Yeah. And then there's Beru from Solo Leveling. Um, <laughs> right. No, his name is Kurarushi, who's a cockroach cursed spirit whom Kenjaku freed from cursed spirit manipulation. So uh, it's a special uh, rank grade. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Kenjaku free from cursed bird manipulation? Oh my god, <laughs> your disdain for bugs is so funny. <laughs> you can turn the page, you don't have to look at it. Um, so, yeah, apparently, like, instead of forming an alliance between the four, they decided, fuck that. And they decided they were they found themselves in the in a standoff. Uh, ultimately, one did fall, and it's the weird. It's lying dormant until certain conditions disappear. Mm. That's what? <laughs> we'll get to. Oh my god! I just noticed it's too creepy. I just noticed how its arms are. They're like a yes. <laughs> That's so weird. I don't like it. I'm, uh, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Anyway. So, you know, instead of, like, forming an alliance, they all said, fuck that. We're going to fuck each other up. And, um, unfortunately, one of them ran into a Kotsu, and he got slashed. Uh, and uh, he's dead. So they explain that Yuto Kotsu, he has 35 points uh, right now, uh, which means he's killed at least seven people because sorcerers are worth five points each. Um in the three months after the night parade, a hundred of a hundred demons, Yuta came back to become a special grade sorcerer, second only to Satoru Goju in unusual abilities. And that's where the chapter ends. Um, this was a very cool chapter of Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, I I love this like introduction of new characters. Uh, the the best part of this whole arc has been just the new characters and how fucking dope they all are. Um, so this this has just been... I'm just excited for more. I guess it sends the bug, but instead, uh, in that case, I guess I'm going to throw it over sends to... Sends the bug. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, let's let's throw it over to uh, more deeper thoughts. Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Hmm. This is my RGC. Whoa! Uh... Just real quick, Brian, is this your RGC? Yes, sir. And it is also mine. It is a unified, really good chapter of the week. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Let's go. Literally one of my favorite drops I've ever made. (laughs) It's so good. Um, But yeah. Uh, unified really good chapter that means it's a unanimous vote for our favorite chapter of the week uh amongst the hosts of the show uh it was not the uh rgc of the audience which you can vote on on our twitter uh if you follow us there at new gem city you could vote on your favorite and maybe we'll get a harmonic convergence rgc which i have to make a drop for because it has happened before where all of us have agreed but uh in that case uh yeah. What 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 are your thoughts overall then, Josh? Um, all right. This was a lit ass transition chapter. I I had a few more thoughts about Reggie because I, I don't know if they're gonna come back to him, but I guess I just wanted to 
give like a few final thoughts. Um, well, he is dead, so I don't think he. I, I don't know. Yeah, I. <clears throat> well, I guess about like, about his relation to the plot. Um, I wonder why it was revealed. No, why it was kept like a secret that he was, in, you know, that he was a uh, old age sorcerer. And I'm not gonna lie, by the way, he was, I guess talking like his dialogue and even his ability on receipts i mean i guess there were receipts 100 years ago right i mean obviously i think you can apply long it was well you can apply it to anything it's not necessarily specifics to receipts it's like any i guess kind of contract and oh that is what he said Mm -hmm. right okay Hmm. i guess i will look that um no well I guess that solves that mystery. We we no, well it doesn't solve the mystery of why he decided to like not make that clear until the very end. Mm-hmm. Um I wonder if there's any significance to that. Uh I all I, I feel like all of the people that are helping the good guys so far are new sorcerers. The comedian guy's a new sorcerer, the oh. hammer guy's a new sorcerer. And um I'm missing someone. No, that's everyone else that's pretty much new that they give a spotlight on. I don't know about Scorpion Girl, but she a dub anyway. <laughs> she belonged to the wolves in the streets. <laughs> nah, man, I guess I don't... I, I'll be honest. I don't really have too many deep thoughts um, on this chapter. I just thought it was a really fun read. I thought it was dope learning about the comedian's ability. It was... This was like the third time he's done this in the series, and then he does it a fourth time again at the end of this chapter. With a Kotsu. <laughs> Talking about second best to Goju, which remember, Gojo is untouchable and unbeatable unless you have the specific seal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, he, he he dropped that bomb about the comedian being like, set, like being on par with Gojo, essentially. So that was that was really cool. Yeah. Like when he does that. Yeah. Uh, Brian, um, what did you think? I'm missing something? Nope. Okay. That's everything. Uh, Brian, what did you think about this chapter? I think this chapter just reinforces everything that I believe about Jujutsu Kaisen and it being the most consistent manga in Shonen Jump right now. There is no manga more consistent than this one. This even One Piece, even One Piece, like because this this series, I can't I can't think of a of a chapter that didn't have a good time reading of Jujutsu Kaisen. I literally can't. Even though it's not winning like back to back, fucking um, well recently it has been, but even though it hasn't always been getting sure like, RGCs, I got the like, numbers right it's here. still fun to read. That these chapters have been always fun to read. Jujutsu Kaisen is always consistently, it, even the, even if it's not amazing, it's always fun, no matter what, and that's what you can always appreciate about Jujutsu Kaisen. Like you can always appreciate it, no matter what, no matter what week it comes out, and that's the kind of shit that you can love about it, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I agree with that. I don't know what Akutami has been on lately, but he has been on fucking fire. Um, in all honesty, so good for him. I mean, it, it, there's been a stretch, even like right before the Cullen game, where there's been a stretch where it was like a lot of build up, you know, just a lot of like. 
getting things in order before we got into the good stuff. And man, did we get into the good stuff. Um, outside of, um, I guess, the Reggie stuff, which, of course, fantastic all the way around. I think, like, I think generally people don't go around advertising that they're age, uh, ancient type <laughs> sorcerers, I guess. Like, it's not the first thing you would say to somebody, I suppose. Because um, that would imply, I guess, an alliance to Gojo. So I think, I think like they they tend to keep that under their hat for the most part. Right. Uh, as far as the, I mean, this chapter is my RGC based on like just Hakaba, uh, or Takaba. I'm sorry, did I get that wrong? <laughs> it's Takaba. Um, yeah, he's just like such a fucking funny character. <laughs> I, I do love it. Yeah, what a beast ass ability. Yeah. And I think, like, there's something interesting. I think, like, it's only helped. Like, I think it's only stronger because he has no awareness of it. You know, because, like, if he's aware of what triggers his curse technique, then I think, like, he would have a harder time activating it. Right. It wouldn't come as easy to him because he's... I, I You know, it's funny because I, I wonder if, if you connected, if you maybe like thought about it a little bit deeper as someone that's done like comedy and stuff that maybe his ability was a response to him wanting to be funny off of just his natural jokes. So once he learns that his natural, it's like if he learns about what his ability really does, it's like kind of learning that, oh, you're funny. Mm-hmm. So I guess some people, you know, take that in stride and, re- you know, and continue to be funny. But maybe some people overthink it and like, oh, I, I, I'm a funny guy. I, I need to be funny. I don't, I don't know. I well, think the, how do you feel about that? In I particular? think, I think the idea is that he has to believe it's funny in order for it to be real. And like, I think when you get too conscious about anything, really, like, there can't be any self doubt when you do this kind of thing. You know, like you have to be confident and all that stuff. And if he if he connects his like ability to be funny or it's probably like irrelevant if it's actually funny or not. And that's the real caveat. He has to believe at the bottom of his heart that what he's doing is funny in order for the curse technique to work. So he can't like if he becomes aware that that's what the trigger is, he'll just start trying to be funny as opposed to trying to let it flow through him naturally. Right. Thanks for articulating. Yeah. Well, I guess I was trying to say. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I was able to do it because I was struggling to find the words, but I think that's the truth. It's just it's it's really funny. That that's actually kind of a parallel, you know, to actually doing comedy. It's just you got to be like natural about it. Uh you can't yeah, confident be yourself. Yeah, don't be like overconfident i mean i'm not anything but if there's any advice you know just like your stuff and you'll figure it out it, it's a it's a marathon not a race but enough with the comedy class <laughs> great chapter overall i fucking love jujutsu kaisen uh and without further ado i i suppose we can move on from here yeah naked skylake <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you guys like this chapter or you didn't like this chapter, let us know in the comments what you think. Uh, and if you want us to address them on the show, let us know. Uh, ask us questions about it, how we felt about certain things. Let us know. We would love we would love to respond. Uh, but without further ado, let's move onward. Black Clover. This is Black Clover chapter three hundred and twenty-one. Excuses. 
Um, yeah, there's a song in um, Marvel versus Capcom 2. It's called We're Gonna Take You for a Ride. <laughs> uh huh. You could play that song in the background while listening, while reading this manga, and it would just be perfect. Is it because he's taking him on a ride? <laughs> Dude, like we're 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 on a ride. That's that's what this whole I'm gonna take you like, for a ride against this devil guy is. You just need to just completely <laughs> believe that there's a way, and that they're gonna it's gonna happen. You know it's gonna happen, and you have to enjoy. The process of it, yeah. is just let it let it take you forward. Oh my god, dude! You know what it is? I I locked eyes with a certain panel and I nearly lost it. <laughs> and the very first page, uh, or oh, the second page, not the very first page, but the first page, we start off with uh, Seke, the copper. I think if I remember right, he's the copper wizard. Um, mm-hmm. and he's just like groveling on the ground because he's being crushed by gravity at the moment. And he's like, this is it. I'm dead. There's no way we'll beat this thing. And, um, here comes, you know, swagged out coming in, not even skirt. Um, yeah, finally confidence in his eyes. Yeah. And man, Lucifero just like scrunches his face and he says, give that brat to me and he's about to give the greatest smack in shonen jump history he's loading up for it's a front it's not a back slap he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's about to slap the shit <laughs> oh my god it's my favorite panel probably he just pounds the ground and it creates a oh my god I'd like to think that it's just a, I like to think that it's an across the face smack uh, because the way it's like coming down, but I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, you know, dodges his head off his shoulder blade, but even looking at him for too long—that's <laughs> what that was really about. Yeah, you standing and looking at me. Give. Why did you take the boy away that I was stomping out with my bare foot? Give him back, smack. Uh, but you know, uses his star magic to uh, warp away. And um, he tries to do the same thing kind of Asta did, come up from behind, do a slashy slash with his sword. Uh, it does not work because he does not have anti-magic. And um, he's about to get wrecked by Lucifero, who looks back and is like, oh, you're done now. Um, you trying to slash me with that weak shit? Yeah, get out of here, dude. And uh, that's when Meryl Leona comes in, full Kenpachi vibes, punching the shit out of Lucifero with her fire. Um and uh, she and Yuno team up to face off against Lucifero. Um, and basically, um, Mimosa is trying to cure uh, Asta. And Seke is just trying to convince her to bounce. Because, uh, you know, he's a coward and all. And um, she just... Uh, Seke can't believe that this is like, why are we staying here? We should just go. Um, and he's having flashbacks of, you know... All the everybody just like thinking he's awesome, uh, and how Asta sh- showed him otherwise, basically. Um, and remembering that foul shit, he said, Oh, they're the beginning of the series, yeah. And I remember reading that shit on the stream, man. I do remember him, yeah, being an A1 yeah. It is an interesting thing to see, like, from this, these first few pages of the series, like, how the art has changed, even. 
like the little subtleties in the art. I appreciate it. Um, Seke looks different. You know what I mean? He looks like less mature, I guess. Now he like looks younger. It's interesting. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass, but in any case, um, Mimosa is healing and, um, that's when Asta just gets up and he's still bloodied and beaten. He's not completely healed yet. He just stands up. And this is actually one of my favorite panels in Black Clover. Um, I, I, I just love how it's drawn. Uh, and I think like it very much encapsulates what Asta is about. But um, I'll get into more later. Um, with that being said, Asta is just dragging himself to the battlefield. Uh, Mimosa is just trying to tell him to sit down because he's not healed yet. Um, and Seke is just in disbelief. He's like, you're still completely trashed. What are you going to do? What's the point? And um, he just keeps trying to convince him that he's like nothing and he's going to lose by even trying. Um, Where has he been? Has he missed all everything that's happened? He's not part of uh, the Black Bulls. <clears throat> I get it. But like, wasn't the kingdom attacked and then a devil was there and... I used to beat that guy. Yeah, I don't know if he was there for that. <laughs> I think he's just been chilling with the king the whole time. Um, so I don't know how much he knows about Asta's exploits. Um, and he sees Asta like struggling off to the battlefield, and he thinks about all the times that he slacked off in his life, you know. Uh, and he thinks to himself, "Why didn't I get stronger?" And uh, as he sees uh, Asta going off and he says, like you, big full page spread of Asta just still beaten up and on his way to battle. Um, and that's where the chapter ends. Uh, yeah. So let's uh, throw it over to thoughts. Josh, what did you think about this chapter? It was surprisingly deep um, for uh, the series. I know mean, I talked a lot of shit about this by being like, I was going on a ride. Um, I guess I was making that a commentary of just, like, how I've been enjoying this final fight, like, in general. Um, but, man, just reflecting on this character, this was, I think this was very real because, you know, we're not all starting protagonists. <laughs> you know, we're regular-ass people mm -hmm. going through real-life shit uh, one way or another. We all have our unique struggles. Um, and man, it, it was relatable because I think no matter how successful you think you are or you think you aren't, you could always look back and think, damn, I could have did more. And, you know, seeing this guy, he, he fucked around, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the gist of it. He fucked around, thought he was cool. And now all this time has passed and real shit's going down and, and he, he's seen, he's seen other people put in effort and train and look at where they're at. Even other characters like like the the side characters that they're not there right now but he, they don't have to show that to make a point in my opinion mm -hmm. um so i thought i don't know i thought low-key this was um i guess really good writing and timing mm -hmm. it, it, i usually i don't know i'm, I'm kind of jaded when i know like a series is ending and they have all of this extra dialogue that's supposed to be emotional sometimes it kind of feels forced this didn't feel forced at all, man. Um, it, this wasn't like a redemption for the character. That was just him coming to gripes to, to, you know, to something real. Cause he's just been playing around. Life has been like a joke for him. 
Mm-hmm. And it's it almost like a, like a wake-up call. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe this is a wake-up call for a lot of people. For others, for others reading, it don't have to be negative enough to say, like, oh, you are wasting your time. And it's just, you know, you can take grasp of, of, of your life at, at any point. You know, don't, you, you know, don't let it, don't let it slide by. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. You could also say that it's not really good to compare yourself to others, but I don't think it's about Asta being better than him. It's about seeing someone that came from where he came from and damn, like what if what if I had tried as hard as him? Mm-hmm. You know, with the head start on the head and the and the magical talent I had, he could have had he could have been using his magic instead of trans transporting over terrain, he could have been transported into different fucking universes and got something, <laughs> you know? A different path. He could have had a spaceship spell that would have took them another planet and these devils would have came out like oh where's everybody at you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah it just it was it was uh it was it was really deep for uh, a black over chapter yeah for me anyway yeah um I agree. This this was my runner up in terms of uh really good chapters of the week. Uh I was really considering Oh yeah it was number two for me. Um Black Clover's been really good yeah, I, I mentioned earlier that like that one panel of him getting up and like beaten up is one of my favorite chap- uh, panels of the series, and I think it, encapul- it encapsulates a lot about Asta. Um, I wanted to save like a lot of like the introspective Asta stuff for when eventually the series did come to an end. I'm not saying it's coming to an end tomorrow. I'm saying that at some point it is going to end, and I did want to like save this moment. But I guess this is a good time to I guess like present the thesis of it. I guess of what I was thinking. Uh, I like when Asta has these moments where it's just kind of like this uh, quiet moments of strength. I think it's a lot more powerful than like the yelling type of thing that he does um, because, you know, it, it really this is Asta, Asta's true form, for lack of a better term. Like this is who he is. He's a guy that like no matter what adversity is before him, like he he was born into adversity, you know, and he just like never loses hope. He never loses that like grind mentality you know um it is something uh it is something to aspire to and i think like what's really interesting about black clover is that as like full of tropes as it is and as much as like kind of i give it shit for that um it is when it's gone i don't know if we'll ever have something like this again you know uh like he he, he's not he doesn't break the mold as a character and neither does black clover as a series but it is kind of like it. It, it is. Oh, it is one of those things that's going to be the last remnant remnants of what Jump was. You know, like it's the last mm-hmm. class of a certain generation of what the tone of Shonen Jump was. Because you know, if you read anything from Shonen Jump, it's evolving. You know, it's like becoming. There's more shades of gray in Shonen manga these days, and that's not a bad thing at all. I mean, you know, that's why we have Jujutsu Kaisen and Chainsaw Man and series like that. Mm-hmm. But um. I don't know if we'll ever be actually rid of series like this. I'm just saying in a general sense, like when what Asta brings to the table will be less and less as time goes on and what Black Clover brings to the table in general. And I'm just kind of like enjoying it uh, for for as long as it goes. And this is not withstanding One Piece, of course. One Piece will be here till I guess we're all dead. <laughs> um, but I, I kind of counted out of the conversation entirely because it's like on a different plane, basically. But... Um, yeah, I guess that's what I wanted to say. Um, I, 
you know, there are different, you know, shades of gray being added to jump, but um, I don't know. I don't think uh, we'll get another series that's this boundlessly optimistic uh, for a long time. Uh, unless it's a sports manga, those tend to be generally very positive and uplifting. But super positive. Yeah. So who knows? Um, I appreciate this chapter a lot. And I think it's it represents a lot of what Black Clover is about. Um, and I respect it for that. Um, so I think that's it for me. Uh, do you have any more closing thoughts or rebuttals? Um, no, I just, um, I thought those were just really nice thoughts. I mean, all right. Yeah. It's the only thing I'll say is again, as I think, I think what's, what stands out about Asta as a character is just the pure energy. Mm-hmm. It's not even that he's a super goody two shoes. He just kind of fights for like what he really, he has his own version of justice. You know what I'm saying? And it just happens to align with the general version of justice, which is something I believe in, which I've said plenty of times, I think humans are, are, are you know, how do you say that? Biologically good people. We evolved, like, we evolved to like, you know, help each other. And that's how we beat out these big tough animals and shit and created cities and things and technology because we work together and share ideas and so on and so um, you know what? I told him I shouldn't lost my kind of thought. I love Rasta. He's 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 a dope protagonist. Yeah. Pure energy. Pure. 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 All right. Let's move on. Undead Unluck. This is Undead Unluck, Chapter Ninety Six: Ghost Soul. Um. Last we left off, Fuko Dunn died. Uh, so she gets one of these technically. And, um, basically they did this whole maneuvering to, uh, <laughs> to transport Andy and Fuko to the future via a deal with the moon. Uh, and now they're back directly when, uh, the apocalypse book is about to reveal a new UMA known as ghosts. And, uh, as I said, uh, the ghost UMA comes out and side note, I like the design. I think it's pretty cool. Um, it pulls up and because it exists, Fuko as she dies, uh, becomes a ghost as opposed to just her body passing away. Um, somebody, uh, commented on an Instagram story that, uh, the difference between a ghost and a soul is that souls, you know, they're, they're not like bound to this earth, I guess. You know, when they die, when you die, your soul goes to wherever it goes. And ghosts are more souls that are here for unfinished business, I guess. As if you've ever watched the 1990s version of the Casper movie, (laughs) it is uh, unfinished business souls, you know. Um, So that's what happened. Fuko is a soul with unfinished business. So she's there. She has form. Uh, and, but she is intangible, of course, because she's a ghost. Um, and that's when Ghost pulls up and is like, wow, this one has a form and it's one of the riper ones. I'm going to go nom it somewhere else. And it try and it just like leaves. Uh, Andy tries to like beat it up with his blood, but it doesn't work because he's a ghost. Um, yes, he's stupid. <laughs> uh Andy chases after him with the uh Nimbus Cloud and um he follows him to this town where everyone dead because 
uh, the ruin guy fucking killed everyone and is now just like he basically prepared a birthday present for Ghost in order to cozy up to it. And this thing just starts eating everyone's souls, I guess. Um, Poor people. Yeah, they. It's not cool, and um. Yeah, he says. Well, in exchange for all these souls I got you, gobble that girl up. She's a pain in my side. Um, and uh, the ghost is like, mm, I was going to save her for a special treat. He's like, Well, I guess that's true. <laughs> we can't have this series end right now. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> sure. For the sake of plot convenience, you can take her away and eat her later. Um, and Andy tries to attack Ruin. Uh, Ruin, of course, he, do- he doesn't take any damage, really. Like, you see him cutting up, but he's still alive, and he's not remotely bothered um, by being cut, sliced, and diced. He's still talking to him as he's getting cut up. It's like he's buggy. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. Um... So I guess they uh, all escape Ghost, uh, Ruin, and uh, with a- with Fuko in tow. Um, F- Andy tries to chase after her. He puts out her ha- his hand for her, and um, they kind of touch like again, like before. But this time, something different happens because as the other members of Union pull up, uh, they're like, "Did you not make it in time? Is she gone?" And um, that's when he looks up into the sky. He sees a meteor coming, and he realizes that as long as he's, as long as uh, her soul is still here, as it's not been devoured by, um, what's his face by ghost, then she's still technically of this earth, uh, more than they think. Um, so yeah, now it's time for another Fuko rescue mission. <laughs> uh, no. Nice. Well, I mean, it's still going. Hey, man, still that going. dude was flaming us. <laughs> we I was wrong. We was wrong, wrong, wrong. I thought this was it. I mean, this might still be the last. Well, I wouldn't say it was it. We did, we didn't say it was going to end next chapter. I feel like I was saying it was going to end like very like this was it. Like like right after this this strange situation, we're going straight to God. Listen, man, we we've been around showing. Like, We've been around Shonen Jump since we were children. You know, we, 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 we know the writings on the wall when we see it and we just get paranoid sometimes. <laughs> we just don't, we don't want to see it go, of course. And we're glad. If this is just another arc, bring it on, dude. Um, but with that being said, I guess we should move on to thoughts. Josh, what did you think about this chapter? I don't know. <laughs> it was really funny, actually. Um... I was I was excited that you know we are definitely getting another arc um, for this series, um, guaranteed. And I don't know. I just I had a, I really had mixed feelings about it. Um, like it was fine for what it is. It, it was it's essentially a glorified transition chapter if we think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they they introduced this Uma ghost and he. I don't know. I guess that's what I was thinking. Like as soon as they said. Oh my ghost is no yours. I was like, is he gonna help them or is he gonna just get launched out there and be a ghost and probably be a nuisance? And you know, yeah, they 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 shot me a little bit because he pulled up right to them and became a nuisance. It was like, I'm, I'm gonna help him, I'm, I'm just gonna do me, yeah, make a snug school go and bounce. I was not expecting any of that to happen, yeah. You know, so. 
Um, yeah, uh, I I also like. Yeah, I also like this chapter. I thought it was fine. Um, I I again I love ghost design. You know, it reminds me of like Nightmare Before Christmas type shit. You know, I liked it. Um, I I the, I see the cloth and ghost that Yeah, it's very yeah. This is like very Halloween town. Yeah. He looks like a heartless. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I like it. I like his design. Um, I'm glad that it's still around, and I, I can't wait. I don't really know. I, it feels a little repetitive to have another we gotta say Fuko arc, because I feel like that's what they've all been <laughs> to a degree. Uh, kinda. Kinda. I mean, you know, I don't hate it, but it is it is what it is. Uh, I I'm just glad it's here. I don't know who this ruined guy is. I don't know what to make of him. Um, he is an asshole. That's what you can make of him. He just I don't know if he has something personal against against uh, her or something personal against Andy, or if it's that he's really in unison with God and he knows that she can defeat that. Oh. I don't yeah. know what the motivation is, but it seems very personal, very antagonistic. Yeah, it does feel personal, for sure. Um, and do you think he for sure wants to prove that he's the better undead person? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I was thinking maybe like maybe we already know who this person is, <laughs> and, and like we just don't remember his look because it was a while ago. Maybe I have to look back into like that Andy flashback arc, and maybe he just like. He's there <laughs> this whole time. We just don't remember it. But, um, I mean, those are all, uh, all my thoughts. Uh, are, do you have any closing statements before we move onward? All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Let us know what you think about this chapter uh, in the comments below or email us. Let us know. We'd love to uh, start a dialogue about it. Uh, but with that being said, that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Oh my god. Uh, this was a fun one. A little uh, a little short sewed. I'm, I'm happy about it. A little fun time. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram at NYChillin on Twitter. You can find Brian at b.esp on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow him on twitch.tv slash it's punchline as well. He plays video games on there. And he's a he's a fun boy to watch play video games. Um, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Follow us at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, especially for the really good chapter of the week uh, poll that we put up every sunday whenever the chapters come out it's usually when they go up whenever the official release is out um and let us know what you think about what's your favorite series so follow us there uh so uh, you can comment under any video whether it's the full version the highlight breakouts we make for you guys uh let us know what you think about the show about the chapters whatever you want um subscribe like share uh, all that stuff, whether it's on YouTube or the many, many audio podcast platforms that we are on, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're on it. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening and stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace out.